to the secrets of the yoginis. In this podcast, I seek to explore the ancient wisdom of holistic health and share the very best secrets to help you experience vitality, wellness, and self-efficacy in your longevity. I'll interview wellness thought leaders. Listen as we explore holistic practices and the connections with nature. glad that you're here i'm here we made it we made it two busy women i love it thank you for carving out a little time to share a little bit about your story and what you're up to these days i um i i love i love that we met at diane feinstein elementary school Mm -hmm. and um did so many projects there together you're so creative Oh, we did a lot of fun stuff together. Oh my gosh. I know. That's you know, a fun place. How, you know, I wanted to learn a little bit about your art because I know that aside from being a wonderful yoga teacher, you, you're also an artist, right? I am. That's one of my other passion. I always loved art. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I love painting, just creating art. And yeah, I actually went to study in college you did um, that has to do with we did I did design graphic wow. design at an you... art school yeah fantastic oh my <laughs> gosh I didn't know that about you I love that I'm learning all these secrets of the yoginis oh. <laughs> yeah there's a lot more than just yoga yeah yoga just yeah part of the life that yeah, it's just my lifestyle that I keep mm-hmm. my body you know balanced Mm-hmm. And I have other hobbies, lots of things I love to do. <laughs> I love that. I know yoga is a lifestyle. And I, um, how, what was your path to becoming a teacher? How long have you been doing yoga, Eve? Um, it all started, hmm, I started in college, actually. Wow. My first or second year, I think your first year in college, it was like a I went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology. Oh, wow. And yeah, and then they have, so with that pro, that school, you have to, I think it's a state university. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. New York State University. And you have to pick a PE. That's part of the thing. You just have okay. to pick it. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not really, I like sports and stuff, but not competitive stuff for me. Mm-hmm. So I look in the, thing um you know categories I'm like oh like yoga oh that was I mean I heard kind of heard about yoga I never tried it mm-hmm. so I'm like oh, I'll try it like you know <laughs> so then I, that was the very first time I started I tried yoga and I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it I was like oh I do this anyway because I use I love stretching like on my own <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so I did that and then when I moved to San Francisco my friend introduced me to yoga like oh let's Mm -hmm. come you want to try yoga I'm like oh sure I've done it a little bit before in college and and I I just got really you know every time I do it I feel really great like this different type of feeling than Mm -hmm. regular workout so 
so that's what happened I think like I just start really get really into it Mm-hmm. as uh, my friend introduced and then I just start doing it after my uh, I have a night to like kind of like a everyday night to five-ish kind of job mm-hmm. um, design job that I was doing yeah so after work I'm always just exhausted from computer you know sitting around oh wow and then I just start doing um, going to the gym and I always end up doing yoga in the gym <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I want to do yoga. I don't really want to go crazy. I just want to relax mm-hmm. after. So, so that that's what Sarah and I have just been doing a lot of yoga after work, and then I got hooked. That's brilliant! <laughs> oh my gosh! I so so did you do a teacher training? I did. I yeah. I um I was doing teacher train. I did my teacher training mm-hmm. two thousand seven in the summer. Okay. At um a yoga studio called It's Yoga mm-hmm. in, San, in San Francisco. It's no longer there, but it used to be there. It's Yoga, and they were focused. They were about Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga. Okay. So wow. it's very physical. Ashtanga, mm-hmm. it's flowy, but mm-hmm. it's very um. You gotta be really disciplined in your poses. Definitely. Yeah. So I I was in my twenties, so that really that was fun for me doing oh all these. Oh my gosh, that's poses. so powerful. Yeah, I love that I, you you discovered it. Like you you went on, you discovered it in college, and then you went on to make it part of your career that's yeah I just kind of like because it just feels good <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just went along with it I was like it makes me feel good and it helps me just deal with a lot of you know everyday stressing life <laughs> absolutely and do yes. you do you feel like so I love how this conversation is developing I'm just wondering do you so you do it every day it makes you feel good do you feel like you're better connected with your body because oh, you yeah. you connect with the same poses every day mm-hmm. better because I mean every day the poses are different like you could go to downward facing dog mm-hmm. every day but every day feels different some days the hip feels tighter some day my arm feels sore or tired or Right. Or, you know, it's all different. That's what I love about it. Then you understand your body a little more. You're more aware of your body. Yes. 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 And I'm just more mindful, too. Like, mm-hmm. when you're more aware of your body, you're mindful of how you're feeling. Like, oh, this doesn't feel good. You're looking out for your own body, you know? Right. You're like your own doctor. <laughs> yes. Of, so to speak. Yeah. Absolutely. I know yeah. you can... You can be your own specialist of sorts. Mm-hmm. And you usually are. I feel like everybody, know, you know you know your body better than anyone, I think. Definitely. If you, if you pay attention, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I understand that. So if I didn't know that you were from New York. Did you um, grow up in New York? Or- <laughs> I grew up in New Jersey. I well, Jersey. My, uh, yeah okay <laughs> yeah I um actually I was born let's go back yeah. I was born in Taiwan okay I was born in Taiwan and my mom and I and my brothers moved to 
New Jersey when we were, when, well, I was, <laughs> when mm-hmm. I was about uh, six, I was in sixth grade, I remember, sixth grade, okay. so like 11, 12-ish, that age, wow. when I moved to United States and New Jersey, and I didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> really? So, oh, wow. Yeah, so that was a really interesting time, because it's totally different than Taiwan. I grew up in a <laughs> city, in Taipei, in a city, and then New Jersey in a suburb, it was just mm-hmm. so strange to me and everything was mm-hmm. new. Wow. Yeah. So, and then I moved to, yeah, so then, then I moved to New York uh, when I went to uh, college in New York. Okay. So that's when I moved to New How York. How exciting. Yeah. I, I just love that, that, um, that transition and that journey from not <laughs> speaking English to landing in New Jersey in the summers. That must it have been a real cultural very like, cultural shock. It's like a trauma almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And you're know, like a pre-teenage. That was a really you know, tough. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, I survived, you know, like yeah that's maybe what we stronger. do yeah yeah stronger maybe, maybe. special that's special <laughs> absolutely that um I've been to New Jersey and I speak you know I grew up speaking English and I still felt like it was a culture shock but I love <laughs> New Jersey Lo- lots of good people there lots of people who uh-huh. are so interested in life and uh, I just I think it's a special place yeah. like you said Garden State, New Jersey. <laughs> yes, the Garden State, and the there's so much countryside there too. The farms. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I was on um, week. I was at um northeast, so mm-hmm. very close to New York. It takes us mm-hmm. half an half an hour to take a tr- uh, bus or yeah drive to New York. So we go to New York a lot, and I that's when I end up in New York. I'm like, oh, I love my, I like the city. I was like, oh. Yeah, so I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have friends who live in Maplewood, so we've taken that oh, yeah. uh, that train that train mm-hmm. that goes through. Hello. Oh, oops. Okay. On down. But I wanted to ask you about like fast forward to now. So you've been a yoga teacher for a number of years. You've had a career outside of yoga. What are you doing now? How are you like sharing your creativity through yoga now? Mm, the creativity, just having my own little like, well, since COVID, I'm like trying to figure out like, what can I do with this yoga thing? Like mm-hmm. I love doing, I mean, I was teaching at YMCA yes. before COVID pre-covid time and i really enjoy it so i'm like okay but like there's few challenges of course working at ymca and just working with different people Mm -hmm. and the most challenging part is for me to have a mixed level of students in my class yes and trying to help make sure everyone gets somewhat of a benefit from my class, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to teach it too hard for the beginner and, you know, mm-hmm. and then too easy for whatever, you know, like yeah. keep everybody entertained sort of like, so they mm-hmm. can uh, feel like they had a good class. Yes. So I was, so I decided to first, oh, first most, I wanted to serve the people 
uh, in general, just overall people. I think everybody can benefit yoga in so many different ways mm-hmm. on their own. So I wanted to, especially for people who don't normally do yoga, I guess, like, Mm-hmm. because yoga I feel like it's pretty pricey for people to go to a yoga yes. studio my gosh I mean it's not for everyone to pay you know about almost 20 bucks a class so I'm right. like Ooh. so I started um I wanted to be in the neighborhood because it's easy for me to have children so I mm-hmm. decided to do at a park and just in my nice. neighborhood park and I wanted to be donation, you know, donation mm-hmm. based, which helps with just kind of open up to anybody who's kind of interested or maybe yeah. want to dip their toe into it. They're like, what's there to lose? You know, like try. Mm-hmm. I, will, I, like, I love beginners <laughs> to I come to my class because they wanted to learn. They're curious. And it's just really lovely to see them blossom like little by little you know like gaining their strength or they notice yes. their, they can do this they're like wow like I'm so I really so that's why I started like after COVID I started doing um you know when the COVID started I start um my uh, outdoor yoga in my neighborhood yeah and on the weekend only I first started with a day just uh, on a Sunday I think yeah Sunday and mm-hmm. then I started and then, you know, there's starting to have more people. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should do two day because the class is getting kind of kind of mm-hmm. big-ish. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and, and on the weekend, so it's worth COVID time. Nobody's doing anything anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, so outdoor was perfect. So I, did, I made it uh, both days on the weekend. And okay. then, yeah, it worked out really well. So... That's wonderful. And then, so these are community-based classes? Yes, yes. but now I'm changing it again. Good. Like I said, it's mixed class, mixed level, because it's just anybody in the neighborhood comes. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that I want to focus more towards um, beginners. Mm -hmm. And also beginners or like, people with just maybe seniors mm-hmm. or yeah because just a slower paced class not just a class that people can just come and go kind of thing like mm-hmm. so I just so I created like a four people class I on the weekend it. only four people mm-hmm. <laughs> so I That's can be more brilliant. intimate with my yeah, I you can really be... coach them, right? You yes, can I want to address do that. personal, yes. mm-hmm. personal needs. That's so I can have my eyes on them. I have my eyes on, like, okay, move I your really... toes this way or that way. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I, I love that you have this like four pack, this mm-hmm. like dynamic group. Essentially, I love one on one, but I feel like sometimes other students can also serve as teaching to other students through, you know, whatever you're sharing with that individual. Do you find Mm -hmm. that to be true? Like, Oh yeah, definitely. Those uh, four students, they, especially one of them was telling me she, she enjoys being in the class environment. So, okay. So they can, she can uh, learn from others too. When I, when you, you know, it's just like a classroom environment. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know, can learn from the other one. 
So I, yeah, I like that one. And I also do private sauce. I do private for um, mm-hmm. a young lady, um, a 70 year old senior citizen. She loves it. <laughs> That's wonderful. She lives in my neighborhood. And yeah, I see her twice a week. And this really is... change her life, she said. <laughs> That's what she said. She's like, I love it. Like, oh, I'm her, sure. Her, her outlook is different. I and, love that. Yeah, she was really looking forward to her 70 going on 80. She said, I'm going to yeah. go face the 80. <laughs> That's so, brilliant. I mean, if yeah. there's any any form of movement, yoga can really take us through those years of longevity. Um, yeah, true that. I believe it. That's powerful. So you're doing one-on-one. You've got your small dynamic group. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love what you're doing. <laughs> Thanks. And, and maybe then, I'll have one more of those open classes. If, if I have time, you know, I just feel like I want to focus more on one-on-one or like semi-private. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I think that mm-hmm. those can be so powerful and just offer deep healing um, for folks because our bodies do are like this recording agent of time and we collect some pains and aches and injuries I've noticed oh, yeah. in my own body. Um, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm, I know your, your students are benefiting from it. I, um, did, is there something that led you to work with sort of this community group? Was Do you think it was just the pandemic or do you just feel called to really nurture your community? Both. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pandemic. And yeah, and, and I feel like when the pandemic started, I actually had some time yeah. to just take a breath, like really seriously. Like physically and just mentally, mm-hmm. just pause and just think mm-hmm. about, oh my, what have I been doing and what do I want to do? Like I actually had a little time to think and quiet because everybody is just pause. I mean, the whole world is pausing, so yes, <laughs> I was like, I know. Um, so that pause and that quietness really make me look deep inside. Like, what do I really want to do? <laughs> with this um yoga thing Mm -hmm. I was teaching at the Y I was just teaching a lot actually like a lot of classes Mm -hmm. and just and also whenever you know um, whenever there's um someone's absent or something came up I would jump in to help yes sub the class so it's just a pretty busy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Even though I was teaching yoga, I was like, wow, that's a lot of teaching. Like that's like I don't even have time to like teach do my own practice sometimes, you know. Right. That's so important for me. Like I noticed that I haven't had a chance to because at the Y at the time I was working a lot mm-hmm. and dealing with family, you know, just stuff and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so I really wanted to focus on that I need to uh, block time out for my own practice right? and have time to um, teach, but really mindfully teaching individuals and really 
have some relationship building. Not saying that I don't have it at the Y. It mm-hmm. just it was just I I kind of took on too much. I felt right. like. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I I respect yeah. that. I I mean, you know, the meaning of yoga is union, and then mm-hmm. to feel like you you're not even connected with yourself. I it's know. a lot. It's I a lot like, to take on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, that was just, um, yeah, I was, I learned a lot through, you know, teaching mm-hmm. at the Y. Cause Absolutely. I would imagine, yeah. I feel like those pre-pandemic days, I, our family too is mm-hmm. overloaded with activities and just the oh, busy yeah. pace of San Francisco life, mm-hmm. um, a family life, family of four, you've got four in yeah, your family, right? Same here. And just that expectation of really sustaining your career in yoga, it must have been um, some pressure. So it, it's almost welcome to have those pauses that we were forced to have with the pandemic. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Recreate, yeah, yeah, recreate the life. Yeah, 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 yeah. True that, yeah. I love it. You know, I, I know that you, do you offer some health coaching to your clients do you address nutrition or any kind of diet in your work with them very little not yeah. not, not a lot yeah but it went, sometimes I I mean if it comes up in our conversation I will suggest some stuff but mm-hmm. I mean I'm not any nutritional specialist or anything but I try to eat healthy as no. much as I can yeah no absolutely I think mm-hmm. um just the nature of being connected with the body sometimes those questions come up oh well, yeah you you eat you put in your body yeah what do you put in your body it's very important absolutely yeah. do you that's your special I know that's <laughs> one of us yeah I love yes. I love food I do have a food background I um mm-hmm. I find it to be such an elemental part it's all, I mean, it's like yoga food, almost the all, way I look at it. All connected. I know. Like when I started, like what the beginning of yoga, when I first started, mm-hmm. you know, I was young, college kid, 20s. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I wasn't paying attention to what I eat and stuff. But then I noticed that after I've been doing yoga for a few years, I just slowly just changed my diet because. Mm-hmm. you're more aware of what you eat and what you put in your body your body will let you know i don't like this or this doesn't work here today or Definitely. you know it's it's kind of amazing yeah, yeah. And, you know, some clients tell me that yeah actually they do tell me about their they're, they're more aware of their body and they pay attention to what they eat okay aha like, yeah that's that's kind of all connected being more aware and mindful yeah. of the mm-hmm. internal landscape. I know I find that when when we are able to connect with our students through yoga, it does seem to come up at least some minor awareness that that they that they're aware of around yeah. how their body's working, how it's looking. Mm-hmm. I um I wanted to ask something I like to ask is what are your thoughts on biohacking? Do any of your students ask you about, well, how can I hack this or like what can I do? Is there is there a way to to get the outcome with a shortcut? 
<laughs> do you have any with, with, with food you mean well with yoga or oh. exercise because I, I feel like I have people ask me that a lot um you know what are the five moves I should do Oh, like to that. get a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a flat tummy or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's oh, more to oh, it. My hamstring is so tight. They always ask, Do my hamstring tight? Oh, my back hurt. What should I do? Yes. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I just show them a few moves, but mm-hmm. I always tell them that doesn't like you don't just keep doing that move, you know, like mm-hmm. you have to do everything. Like it's right. all your, it's your entire body and not just that one section because <laughs> everything is connected. I always try to tell them all of the things are connected. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, especially when you do yoga poses, like you're not just, you know, working on your legs. Every pose, I feel like you're working your app, <laughs> you know, Absolutely, every pose right? you are you're paying attention to you you have to like like you know really strengthen your core to do all these other poses I mean any pose so Mm -hmm. yeah I mean yeah I I try to educate them about different things when they ask me yeah no I love it it's I love it because I have a dear friend who has Uh she she almost completed her yoga certification oh good but she's always texting me about biohacking and how do we hack this and what do you think about that like like what like I'm curious well particularly um the ab work um how how do you get really strong abs fast but also about um about eating you know Mm. inter intermittent fasting how you know what kind of tea do you drink to do a quick oh. cleanse and i i just don't advocate what do you think? yeah what, yeah i was curious about that what do you think well whenever i talk with professionals mm-hmm. who are looking at a holistic way of working like holistic yoga holistic yeah, yeah. nutrition we always agree that there is no real shortcut like yes. you really you really just have to do the work you have to do everything <laughs> I think you... it's the, like then the you like you press a button everything will just work kind of like computer like oh delete like or enter yes. like it's that I feel like it's that kind of thinking like they like want to do a shortcut but yeah like you say you got to put mm-hmm. in the work <laughs> you do and honestly if you just do the work it isn't that it's not that complicated it comes um, naturally exactly. so like, yeah organically then trying to like fix it right away yeah mm-hmm. so as we're talking wow. I'm realizing because I do get that question um at least a couple times a week and I feel like now that I'm talking to you Eve it really is about the mindset and maybe mm-hmm. just cultural mindset it's so tr- I think it's I have I always feel like the iPad generation <laughs> you know yes. like, it's like oh I just want to get it fixed like because mm-hmm. everything is so fast-paced like so easy you like, can do this on the phone do this do this mm-hmm. and you think you can just press a button something happens like you know just reaction like this happened and that happened so right. people want to get things fixed I feel like they just want to get it fix <laughs> right. they, they, they don't want to like do the I mean it takes time it's an energy you know to do a lot of like to do 
to get what you want, like achieve, like as a, like you said, a strong core. Mm-hmm. So it it takes time. And to loosen up those hamstrings. Oh, yeah. I'm always working on that. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> always so, working on that one. And there really isn't a short fix. To... No, it's just every day you kind of do a little bit of something to stretch or to, you know, mm-hmm. do a little strengthening here and there. A little bit of toning. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're right. eating right. <laughs> definitely you know Eve I'm wondering now that we're talking do you lead your your groups through meditation do you start with any or end with any meditation or is it more of a a Mm. focused training it's actually it depends on the people actually I really kind of cater like a watch um kind of um feel it out on the people like especially new people Uh I don't do much of a meditation at first okay um I would do a very small like just kind of close your eyes like yeah um just watch just just notice your breathing some people don't even you know never do that so Mm -hmm. it's just something like like some very new to yoga people I don't want to Sometimes they have some kind of um, mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, yoga. They're like, oh, I can't do that meditation stuff or something. So I just right. kind of ease into it. Just like all you have to do is close your eyes and focus on your breath. See how you feel about that. Mm-hmm. You know, simple stuff like that. And, and I mean, if they've done yoga before, I will do a little more. And I'll, we'll stay yeah. close eyes a little longer. And, and then we start paying more attention to our breathing. I'll start teaching them to deep breath. And how to notice your breath going in, down mm-hmm. the throat, in your belly, mm-hmm. belly breathing, and then goes back down when you exhale. You know, um, mm-hmm. it just depends on the people. I really, I think that's one of the things I'm actually um, proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty good at reading people, like how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I test the water. <laughs> I oh, give them a little bit, and yeah, I do lead with meditation. Always a little bit of something, some kind of meditation to um, um, to have them uh, look into themselves mm-hmm. and looking inward first to quiet okay. their mind, That's let go good. of all the stuff that you're coming to class with. Just let it go, because I always tell them. The, you can think about it after class. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. all, they'll still be there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's but true. Just, just let this hour be yours. You know, I would always tell them, let this hour be yours. Like focus on your body. And this is where you're going to focus on your body, your mind, your soul right now. Like, you know, mm-hmm. taking care of your body. Wow. That's, um, that's amazing. You know, I really love what you're telling me about your one-on-one classes and you're able to really connect so personally with them to just to yeah. gauge their 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 place because I do find that sometimes in yoga classes the tone it doesn't always resonate you know it may be too too much mm-hmm. uh, meditation or storytelling yeah. or or whatever the 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 theme of the class is yeah. So, so do you have anything coming up this fall, Eve? If you're, are you continuing oh. to build your 
your one-on-one clientele or how yeah. can how can I'm people still... find you find me mm-hmm. I'm, always, <laughs> I'm always at my neighborhood park doing yoga <laughs> oh I love it okay yeah, is I'm that all... in Parkside yeah. I actually moved to uh, not at Parkside anymore I used okay. to do at Parkside and right now I'm doing I found a great spot really close to my house I live right Ooh. next to Lincoln High School Yes. I live really close to Lincoln High. So down the block where um, the police station, the Tower of All police station. Yes. So across the street from the police station. There's oh, near big... the library. Oh, yeah. There's a library there. But uh-huh. be- before you head to the library, like be- right across from the police station, there's like mm-hmm. a bathroom. There's like a preschool. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit higher up uh, the hill there is a little like a little cute little uh, circle grass I've circle seen that. Yes. Four, four benches and <gasps> like a walkway around the circles I do yoga on that concrete circle like with uh, clients oh, on Saturday brilliant. yeah I, oh what a great spot yeah, it's really cute. It has trees there. Sometimes we use the bench as pro- like a, you know, props like help help holding us up or we use mm-hmm. it <laughs> for our it's feet. Brilliant. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's spot. wonderful. So people can find you there. There's trees there, there's birds. It's so cute. And usually when it's windy out, the you know, uh-huh. outdoor I do all the outdoor yoga. So when it's windy out, it's actually kind of not not too bad there because there's all these trees surrounding us. Mm. Yeah, we're in this little um, wind-free zone. Oh my gosh, that's a sanctuary in the sunset, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. so windy out there with the ocean yeah, some so close days. by. Yeah, so yeah, I'm there on a Saturday with my four four yogis that <laughs> okay that comes and what else? And then I do go there. Yeah, one part of my lessons we do over there too. Yeah, so maybe we can share your your contact information in this episode, you know, oh, in the yeah. written part of the episode. So yes, if we have yes. locals who want to work with you, they can mm-hmm. they can find you easily. So we'll, we'll yeah. do that too. This is mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, I have an email and a phone number that I can give you later. Okay, that'll be good. That will be good. So, Eve, I'm loving this conversation with you. I feel like I've learned so much. I didn't know you lived in New Jersey. Yay. New Jersey. I love it. I didn't know that about you. That's so great. So, (laughs) some people hear my New Jersey accent. (laughs) Well, you know, now that you mention it, I do hear a little Jersey girl in there, and I love it. I love it. We have these wonderful friends in Maplewood, and we try to. We try to go there every year just to oh, visit wow. them in the summer. Okay. It's so much fun. But um, we haven't been able to go in the last few years. The kids are just getting older, and mm-hmm. they have college-bound kids, so their their life is crazy. But that place has a dear place in my heart. Um, but let me just ask you, you've shared some secrets today that I really love, that we have to work our entire body, frame a good mindset, and yoga is a lifestyle, but are there any other secrets as a yogini, <laughs> as a yoga goddess that you are, what can you share that might help people feel better in the moment? Anything, any secrets? 
Any secret? <laughs> well, let me think of a secret. Is it a secret? Okay, hey. let's see. Um, well, I think, well, I'm just thinking of a yoga teacher, but mm-hmm. wait, I was just thinking about this other thing, but I think it's just for yoga teachers. Teachers always get busy teaching and then they forget to take care of themselves sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I always try to take some time out. It's like, okay, I have to take few days out just for myself because <laughs> you yes. need to take care of yourself before you take care of others that's right um yeah I mean I guess that goes with everybody else um I agree always take care of yourself before you take care of others self-care so, yeah but but yoga secret let's see just do I mean I someday I know everyone is always busy with other stuff mm-hmm. but Whenever you don't have time to do yoga, mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. That, I mean, a class is a. It takes a while, you know, like a whole hour and maybe right. a little longer. Yes, it's, it's um, it's a long, it's a. a it's a commitment. Yeah, yeah, it's a commitment, a chunk of time for people. So mm-hmm. some days you just can't do it. It's okay. I will. I usually just do a breathing, like just a meditate and breathe for. 10 minutes or whenever you can mm-hmm. just wait just, and waiting for thing when you're waiting for street lights in the car you can always start <laughs> practice your breathing and then you just relax you feel so relaxed that's the best way to de-stress <laughs> oh my gosh that is a great tip that's yeah. a really great secret because so many people get jacked up at the red light. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> you know, they're like, ah, oh, already in line anywhere, you know, <laughs> you're just waiting for things like mm-hmm. waiting for your kids or just hanging around like, or, you know, I don't know, at the playground waiting for some kids to finish wrap mm-hmm. up or you can just take a few breaths, just focus on your breathing mm-hmm. and and refreshes your mind I think refreshes I agree I think that's a great tip a great strategy it just reminds us that we're human too that we we breathe in we breathe out Mm -hmm. we inspire we respire like it's so important to just remember how um magnificent we are right like we are there's so many great things in life that we're human we're breathing I always remind myself I'm still breathing I'm good I know <laughs> I know we can do this we can get yes, through we can do it yeah and we can thrive I love I love that notion mm-hmm. of really carving out moments to breathe even in a busy life that's mm-hmm. a great secret yeah yeah, especially when you're busy. I love it. Well, mm-hmm. Eve, I really love talking to you. And we're going to put your information in the in the podcast information. Um, thank you for talking with me today. I really yeah. appreciate your time. I love, love learning love. the secrets of the yoginis with yoga teachers like you. It's really special. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. So yes. I'll, I'll touch base with you in a little bit. And I okay. appreciate you talking to me today. Have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.
This podcast is brought to you by Yogini Prana. Yogini in Sanskrit means feminine yoga practitioner, master of tantra, and goddess. In Sanskrit, prana means energy, vitality, vital life force. This is a safe, trauma-informed space for women, those who identify as women, and for lovers of women. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share with your friends. If you are curious about how to realize total body vitality and want to build better connectivity with your body, mind, and spirit, book a free connection call to explore the various practices that may benefit your personal health. Book the call at calendly.com forward slash yogini prana. You will learn so much in this call about your body that no matter if we decide to work together, you will be empowered with a solid action plan to help you begin mastering the five steps to total body vitality in your body.